Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday, March 21. Today, the Rugby League world in mourning following the death of a South Sydney icon. Aussie Oscar cops a whack from his McLaren teammate and heir to the throne. A powerful message from the new tennis world number one. But first... Despite the focus and lawsuits regarding concussion in our major football codes, the big hits kept coming in the NRL and AFL on the weekend. In fact, for Dolphins enforcer Felice Cafusi, they've been happening every week. Unidentified hitman. The brute of a Ford has scoped out an opponent in all three of their wins. Former Storm teammate turned Roosters hooker Brandon Smith was floored in round one. Raiders forward Hudson Young copped a rib tickler in round two. And a little bit of a roll here. And then it was Jackson Hastings' turn last Friday night. A late hit on the Knights' half cost him a three-match ban. It's in the back, a substantial whiplash, so it's on report and you're in the bin. He's in the bin for 10. He won't be back until a minute is left on the clock. Kafusi's the tone setter for the NRL New Boys, and they would desperately love for him to unsettle the Broncos in Friday night's first ever Battle of Brisbane. So tonight, Felice is off to the NRL judiciary to have a charge of dangerous contact downgraded. If unsuccessful, he cops a four-game ban. Now, even the Broncos want Kafusi cleared, even if it means hooker Billy Walters becomes his next target. Yeah, 100%. He's been going really good for them, Felice. You know, I, I kind of hope he does get off. It's, it's always good to have your best players playing, and it'll make the game even better. It'd be good if he can get off it and play as long as he doesn't put one of those hits on me. Um, it'll be all good. He goes wide, broadcast side. Put oh! Jacob Weir. McAdam's just flattened him. Well, McAdam went in. He's been reported. I think he got the tackle all wrong. Kafusi wasn't the only footy player making his presence felt on the weekend. Crows forward Shane McAdam lined up Giants wingman Jacob Ware and flattened him to the turf. He's been sent straight to the AFL tribunal with the incident graded as severe despite his opponent being cleared in a concussion test. McAdam is facing a three-game ban at least. It comes after a big weekend for the bump. Swan superstar Buddy Franklin copped a week for his attempt to send Suns fullback Sam Collins into next year. Power right in the kitchen. While Demons Livewire Cozzy Pickett's been rubbed out for two weeks for his flying bump on Dogs fan favourite Bailey Smith. Teammate Angus Brayshaw almost retired due to repeated concussions. He says protecting the head is paramount. Players need to be more careful. I think that's obvious. If you're bumping someone and not being, not caring about where their heads are or anything like that, then yeah. Back on rugby league and a true icon has died. John Sattler, who was the face of South Sydney and the code back in the 60s and 70s, was 80 years of age. He literally led with his face in the 1970 grand final against Manly. Punched early by Seagulls forward John Bucknell, the tough forward played through the agony of a broken jaw. That was one of four premierships Sattler led the Rabbitohs to between 67 and 71. The super coach Wayne Bennett leading the tributes. It was a different game then, and, and John epitomised the game at the time with, with his just his toughness and renown for it. Playing with a broken jaw, but the position he played and in that area had to be really tough. Uh, the front rowers never asked for much, and they, they gave very little. And somebody has lost a bit of bodywork at the back, and I think it's one of the McLarens, which could well. 
will be Oscar Piastri. I've got damage, says Oscar Piastri. We saw a bit of carbon fiber flying through the air and he's reporting on the radio that he might be in a little bit of trouble. A less than ideal start for Oscar Piastri in his second Grand Prix. A collision on the opening lap in Saudi Arabia caused damage to the wing of his McLaren, forcing him to pit for repairs. Teammate Lando Norris had to pit for a similar reason on lap three. The pair passed each other once before the team ordered Norris to let his younger teammate overtake with a couple of laps to go. Not that he thought the Aussie was actually the faster driver. I mean, I quite easily could have probably kept the position at the end and got past the Williams, but I just let him go in the end. So um, it would be different if I was fighting for points, but uh, 16, 17, that doesn't matter to me. Sergio Perez won his fifth Grand Prix ahead of Max Verstappen, who was right on his hammer. Unlike McLaren, there was no order from Red Bull to let his teammate pass. Max rose from 15th to finish runner-up, but the back-to-back world champ still wasn't satisfied. Of course, I recovered to second, which is good. And of course, in, in general, the whole feeling in the team, everyone is happy. But personally, I'm not happy because I'm not here to be second. Sounds like Verstappen's been inspired by another motorsport legend, Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. King Carlos is on top of the world. He is the Indian Wells champion and he will become the world number one. Carlos Alcaraz back to number one in the world with a bullet, absolutely wiping the court with Daniel Medvedev 6-3-6-2 in the Indian Wells final. The 19-year-old dominated Medvedev who until that point was on a 19-match unbeaten run. He lost just five points on serve in the first set, won the first 12 points of the second. He's a goddamn robot! Threw in trick shots, serve volleyed to become the second youngest winner of the unofficial fifth slam behind Boris Becker. King Carlos replaces Novak Djokovic on top of the world rankings, who wasn't competing in California due to his VAC status. I'm scared of needles! And Alcarez wasn't at the Oz Open this year due to a leg injury, so it means the heir to the throne has only faced Novak once, and that was an epic. Three sets on clay in Madrid. Carlos won 6-7-7-5-7-6. Hopefully, their paths cross at the other slams this year. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.